Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. And today's topic is this, listen and act. Sit back and relax and let's get started. And I'd like to also welcome my special guest back to the studio. Say something, Susanna. Hello. (laughs) You almost went for it twice. You wanted to say something, Susanna. I didn't. I didn't say it. The audience wanted you to say it. (laughs) So uh, we're getting back from date night and have gotten a lot of responses from the first date night podcast. Apparently, Susanna is uh, the most popular guest I've ever had. (laughs) And that's saying something. It is. It really is. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. You're literally the most popular guest that I've ever had on the show. Literally. <laughs> literally. And uh, I appreciate those of you that reached out and said you enjoyed the last uh, podcast with Susanna here. And uh, thank you for that. We just got through having dinner at one of our favorite restaurants and had a really powerful conversation, like a very powerful spiritually driven conversation with two very powerful spiritual people. And throughout the conversation, there was one theme that kept coming up for me. And Susanna crystallized it in something she said. And it has to do with this idea that we all, at any given time, we know there are things that we are called to do. These aren't like the things that you need to do. Like It's not like your to-do list. It's not like your checklist. It's like there's things that you are called to do. And for whatever reason, for any number of reasons, we avoid or delay or don't do those things. And as a result, we find ourselves in the cul-de-sac. Like coming back around and around and around again until like we're beaten over the head enough times to where we finally just do that thing. Or... An alternative method is to be really good at just moving whenever we're called. And I think that's kind of maybe like what the whole game of life is about in, at some level. Is, is how, how, how can we make ourselves the best possible instruments of that, that call? And you, I don't know, you had some, you had some, comments about this that were pretty profound to me well first of all i'm i'm terrible at this so um great guest for this topic (laughs) (laughs) um so i think that the spirit the, the holy spirit to be more specific the holy spirit will prompt you to do things to say things to act to reach out to people in certain ways, very specific ways. Um, And you can choose to do it or you can choose not to do it. And a lot of times, most of the time, I choose not to do it. And it's out of fear. Um, And just because a lot of times it makes me uncomfortable or it calls me out of my routine or it may derail kind of where I need to be or what I need to do. Um, And a lot of times I'll justify not doing it because I have the girls with me and it makes me feel like I'm putting us in danger. Um, So I won't do it. Whereas you, on the other hand, I feel like when you hear the Holy Spirit prompt you to do something, you will do it. Um, And so what I was saying at dinner was basically, 
the Holy Spirit will continue to prompt you and will prompt you more often because you are willing and able and um, have a history of, of, of just listening and, and acting, whereas I do not. Well, I mean, that could also be a story that you do not because there's been plenty of times that you have. And so the minute you change it into a game about whether you have or have not and where the scoreboard is and in comparison, comparison is the thief of joy. <laughs> Coach Sam Falsafi. Thanks, Coach <laughs> Sam. Never thought I'd pull that one out here. But it's not a big game about comparison, about how well you listen versus another. I think that's also a device of the enemy that says, okay, you're, you see somebody. And I mean, I have people in my life, coaches and some of the men that I work with and, and even like some of my, some of my close friends that I look at what they've done or are doing right now. Uh, I've got one, one, uh, brother and wake up warrior, Sam Nider, who has just decided he's him and his wife and family have heard the call to go travel the country in a RV totally moved 180 degree move, but he's a hundred percent certain that that's the direction for his family. I look at him and I go, man, like that is, that's listening. Like, I don't, I'm not even getting close to that. I mean, so it's, but that doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve like that comparison. I don't, doesn't serve anybody, but like, but in the context of what we were talking about, I guess I wasn't, my, my point wasn't the, the comparison. And my point wasn't so much that I'm a, failure at it but more that you are very good at it and because you're because you are willing and open and and because you do act the holy spirit prompts you very frequently i would you've not i'm a terrible bible scholar um but you don't quench the holy spirit so that the bible warns against quenching the holy spirit and that is something that when you hear the spirit prompting you and then you fail to act or you suppress it or you don't act, don't do something for whatever reason that is. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's either the light, the light, like that's the light that is trying to get from one point to another is going to get there one way or another. Right. And if you don't answer it, someone else will. Exactly. Like that's like, you can't hold on to it. It's, it's going to go somewhere else. Some, someone, the, the light will make it across to where it's going, trying to travel to. You either can choose to be the instrument or you can choose not to be, but you're not going to stop the light. Like you're not. Right. But, but at the end of the day, do you want to be the person that chose to be an instrument of the Holy Spirit or do you want to be the person that suppressed it? Well, being an instrument is, is uh, inconvenient. And uncomfortable <laughs> and, <laughs> and can be very, very scary. Mm-hmm. But those are all of the things that are just simply looking to test our resolve. Like how committed are we to listening? And, and I think... I don't even know that it's something that's testing your resolve because it, the Bible tells us the Lord's not testing us. It's not testing our resolve. I think it's just displaying our resolve. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting way to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I don't, I don't, you know, when you think about those times, you, everybody has had a time like you've all, everybody's had a moment or times or multiple times 
where they felt that call, they felt that intuition, they felt that tug, that gravitational pull to go, to go take an action. And you did it. And then you look back on it and you go, look at the coincidences that happened. Look at all the things. And, and people love to play that game of coincidence. But once you eliminate the world of coincidence from your life, like there are zero co- coincidences. Like that's it. There's no coincidences. There's only provenance. And there's only listening and obeying or there's not listening and not obeying. Or listening and not obeying. Or listening and not obeying. Which is what our four-year-old does. well guess how the holy spirit and guess how god probably feels about us that's exactly how i feel that's a whole other topic have you ever considered that children see this is what this is one of the greatest gifts my my children have given me is that they are a proxy for on a couple levels for what it must feel like to to be god which is unconditional love for a child especially when they're little but at the same time like throwing a fit because they didn't get what they want or listening but not obeying or running around about to jump off a cliff like that's what we do Mm -hmm. and so that like if we ever wonder what it's like that's got to be it it's like hey you're just banging your head against the wall i'm telling you to go right right and you don't want to go right right i'm telling you to go right if you go right it's Life an easy path so much easier and you just, just there's, put there's, your shoes on when i ask you to <laughs> <laughs> why won't you just put your shoes on why won't you do what i asked you to like it's i'm telling you the i'm telling you the way it's the same thing. So if you have children, this is another way to look at them is that they are like, they are the example of what it is like for God to deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say about that, Mama? Um, that's sobering. Yeah. Children are just mirrors. Yeah, I know. Just think about the last time you threw a fit. <laughs> what do you mean me throwing a fit? Well, not specifically you, but I'm just oh. saying, think about the last time <laughs> spiritually, emotionally, yeah. whatever it might be. Like, when's the last time you threw a fit and basically... Stomped your feet. And... Right. Yeah, I mean... Or... Or to get back to our, our, our main topic, when's the last time the Lord asked you to do something and you heard it and you didn't do it? I think that I'm, I think there's things that I'm still hearing and I hear, I think, and I think that's probably true for anybody that ever listening to this is that you all are hearing something and it's like that, like you, it, it, the message I got the other day is it would just be so much, that was basically that. It would be so much easier if you just went right. But I want to go left. So you keep going left, keep going left, keep going left, keep going left, keep going left until you've banged your head so much that you either give up, which is not ideal, or you finally, finally listen. I think... At this point, it's probably important that we 
um, share what one of our dinner guests was saying, and, and, and especially for those who may not be believers or maybe new believers, because you're going to be hearing a lot. And what you're hearing is not necessarily a prompting of the Holy Spirit. And something that um, Corinne said was, you know, run it through the checklist, which is the fruit of the Spirit. And if you're not familiar with the fruit of the Spirit, there's a fantastic song that my daughter sings that you can look up on YouTube, the fruit of the Spirit. Um, is not a banana. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. You can just... <laughs> no, come on. Oh, no, no, no. Do the no. Whole thing. Look, I'm I don't want to steal everybody else's <laughs> joy. Look it up on YouTube. It's I'm going to splice it in right here. Um, but, you know... It, <laughs> So if you're not if you're not familiar with the fruit of the spirit, this would be a great time for you to go and familiarize with yourself with the fruit of the spirit, and then run, run whatever voices you're hearing through that checklist, and if it's not something that is of the spirit, it's it, it doesn't fall, you know, underneath one of those categories, then you can feel pretty confident in rejecting it. So I th- I I just want to caveat our discussion with that, just for those that maybe are not and and hey it's something i struggle with too discerning whether or not what you're hearing is a prompting of the holy spirit or the enemy yeah so i mean we're talking about love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control like if 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 it's not any of those then it's probably not a voice worth listening to the other other way to look at that is if it's the opposite of any of those right that it is not it's not the voice to listen to. And how often do we have experience, you know, the opposite of love, hate, joy, anger, or anger is a tough one. I don't know. I don't, <clears throat> well, you need to look at the root. What's the root of your anger? Is it yeah. ego? Yeah. Or are you angry because of a righteous, is there's a righteous anger? Yeah. The Bible speaks of a righteous anger. It does. So. It's a tough one. But I think if you, if you go to anything, any, like the fear is never from the spirit. Right. The, that's it. Right. Like that's basically the, the litmus. If it's fear, then it's not, if, if the voice is creating fear or. Well, hold kind on. Of, if the voice is creating fear. That may be you like that. That's why I don't respond sometimes because it can be uncomfortable to step out and speak. So I don't think you want to say, look, if it's creating fear, then it's not of the spirit. No, that's not true. If, it, if it's creating fear, it could totally be the spirit telling you to do something that's scary and uncomfortable and makes you feel inconvenienced. But is it something that's to be done in love? Is it something to be done in peace and kindness and patience? Is it like... I think that's where we need to clarify the fear thing. <laughs> I think maybe with the, maybe the quote I was going for there is that, um, yes, there's fear, but what stops has stopped. I mean, it stopped me from publishing this podcast for like eight, nine months after I started the first version of it. Many of you listeners may not know. I did like 180 episodes and they still never, Maybe they'll be released one day in the future, but I never released them. They were like, I'd never just had a story that they weren't good enough or nobody would want to listen to them or whatever. And often the voice that stops us is a voice of unworthiness. Right. Maybe it's not so much fear as it is you're not worthy. Who are you to step out? Who are you to speak? Who are you to take action? Why don't you just sit down and be quiet? It's too scary. 
and fear is used as a way to keep you in your seat. Right. But that voice that's like in our ear that says, hey, who are you? You know, that's... That's not the Holy Spirit. No, that's not the voice. That's not the voice. It is a voice. The voice of, of the enemy can be very loud. Yeah, so... And again, very persistent. So then what do you do? You run it through the checklist. Okay. But then how do you clear space? Like how do we actually give ourselves the, the, like, the mechanism to clear space and get in tune? The reason so many times we're not acting and we're not doing what we know we should do is because we're clouding the whole frequency with a bunch of static. And so we, A, can't hear the signal clearly enough, and then B, we're not generating the power necessary in our own selves to be able to actually take the step. And that's where so much of the world, that's where we find ourselves day in, day out, powerless and confused, powerless and reactive, like powerless and in a place where we can't hear it. We might be able to feel a little bit of the gravitational pull, but we can't hear the clear signal, so we don't take it. And because we're not taking the, taking, like, we're not, following that signal, we feel frustrated, we feel stuck, we feel confused, and in that place of confusion, we start to sedate and hide and isolate. So you put on the armor of God. You spend time in the scripture, you spend time in prayer, you, you surround yourself with strong, awake Christian men and women, community, Okay. You hide the word in your heart, which means you start to memorize scripture, understand it, understand it in context, not out of context. That means what's going on in the scripture, what has happened before, what's happened after, what is the culture of the people that were experiencing this? You need to understand that so that your understanding is, um, you know, when somebody speaks to them or writes a letter, what what would they be hearing not what you're hearing today what what would they be hearing and what what was being what was the message that was being generated that's that's important yes what else like practical like what what else could like people do i mean again if you if someone that is finding themselves in that place that dark place of i'm stuck don't know which way to go. I don't have connection. But I know I've got to, I feel a pull to do something. Well, I think the first thing you do, right? I mean, in, in this situation that you've just described is to pray and ask for, yeah, ask for direction, ask for help, ask for um, Christian mentors. Ask, just ask specifically. What if ask. I'm not a Christian? What if I've never prayed before? So this is where like I've, and I'm some of the, some of the folks I've worked with, this has been their challenge is I don't have that background. Mm -hmm. I don't have that. I don't yeah. know how to pray. Don't have a clue. Never been to church. Never been to, never, don't have any mentors. Don't have anything. Right. And what I'd have you consider is that it is as simple as what she just said, which is just ask. You don't need a Bible. You don't need a church. You don't need anything. 
right now to, to connect with the divine. I don't, I don't, I don't believe you need anything. You, that's my, my opinion. And what I've experienced is you don't literally don't need anything. You need the ability to ask. That is the first step. It's no, right. it's no different than our child asking us to read a book to them. When a, when a child comes to their parent and says, will you read this book to me? Like the father is going to say yes, because it's good for them. And guess what? The father's also going to feel honored by the fact that the child came to them and asked. Now they may also say not right now, or they may say, no, that book isn't good for you. But the simple fact of asking is the, is the, is the powerful move that anybody is available to anyone. And the stories of the world and the stories of culture will tell you that you have to go do a bunch of stuff and you have to do it a certain way. And that's all bullshit because that's not the way things are set up. It is literally that easy. There is no separation between us and the divine if we choose to ask. But then the next step of that is when we ask and we receive and we hear, do we actually do? And I think that question is one of having having and intentionally building the power that gives us the capacity to do. And in doing, be more. Be more than we are today by doing more of what we're hearing told to us. Got anything on that? No, I think that's... That's it. What's your uh, restaurant recommendation for Dallas, Texas tonight? Like if you, if some friends were coming to Dallas, what restaurant would you tell them is the place to go for date night <clears throat> for this episode? We're not, we're, we've got a couple tonight's of tonight's episode tonight. is all about Foxy Co. Yes. <laughs> Foxy Co. Uh, in the design district. Mm-hmm. This place is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like literally everything there is amazing. Yep. Go there, ask for Julio to be your waiter if you can get him. He's a fantastic man. And uh, the egg noodles and the tuna tartare are just out of this world. So there you go. That's yeah. your date night you tip go. for Dallas, Texas. Tonight. Tonight. Next week, Taco Vino. Hey, you're not supposed to, you're supposed to leave, like, leave some suspense. Oh, sorry. Next week, you do not know where we're going to be. <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. No <laughs> editing. This is just going out exactly how it is because it's already late. It's, yeah, we got to go. <laughs> well, uh, I want to thank you again for joining me on the podcast. Uh, it was a continuation of a very powerful conversation we had with some some uh, incredible people this evening. Yeah, and I just want to say, look, the, these, the reason we ended up at dinner with this couple is because you sat down on an airplane next to the gentleman a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And y'all started talking. And it was just an amazing spiritual connection and those of you who are believers probably have experienced this when you sit down with other believers who you don't know um or you shouldn't know because you've never really spent any time with them but you, but you do know them we're family like that that is the church that's the church the church is not a building the church is not a group of people who happen to worship in the same building although it might be The church is made up and comprised of believers. 
those who have a personal relationship with our Lord. That's the church. And, and that's why tonight's dinner was so powerful. And your conversation on the airplane was so powerful. And the reason that when the Holy Spirit prompts us and we act, those actions are so powerful. That's the church. The, and, and within that, <clears throat> what that really is recently in the other podcast, you may have heard the, the statement that I had when I was talking about Operation Underground Railroad, which I'm going to remind you of right now. Please go and donate and support that organization, freeing children from sex slavery. Within that conversation, one of the things that came up for me was the following, is that the highest calling of any man or woman on earth is to be an instrument of liberation from darkness of others of others from darkness. And when you gather people that have experienced what it is to be an instrument, and it is something you have to fight for every single day because you may act on one day and then the next day you're underwater or you're being told that you're not good enough. It is a war to constantly refine yourself to be the best possible instrument that you can be. But when you gather people that are on that same mission, it is extraordinarily powerful because it is lonely and can be very dark to be thinking you're the only one that's being called. And then you get together with brothers and sisters and then you realize that you can borrow courage from them too. So with that, a lot of lessons in here, a lot of insights, a lot of things. Please share your insights. Reach out to us. There's an email address in the show notes. Uh, if there's things you want to hear us talk about or if there's things that you want to, questions, comments, let us, at, let us, let us know what you think. Um, new format, more guests, more popular guests like my wife. She's here again, most popular guest on the podcast ever. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we just thank you all for listening. So with that, go out and there's a couple things. Just ask. Realize you can just ask, but be ready that when you ask to listen and do more so you can be more. That's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much for listening. More to come.